Here we are, on top of the stars Never thought we'd ever get this far We live for moments like this We come alive in moments like this Here we are, this is a time Like a dream coming to life We live for moments like this We come alive in moments like this Welcome, welcome. This is Lucy, your host of the It's the Fab Collective podcast. I am so excited to bring you today's episode, which honestly, I don't really have a necessary like set theme on. It is Sunday, daylight savings time. We are all running on one less hour of sleep. And I can tell you that I'm really kind of running on a high vibe right now. So I I was sitting here and I was planning out, like, what am I going to talk about today? I'm just getting this podcast going. And I thought, well, let me go over what, what happened this week. This week was a very interesting week. So... It, this this episode is going to be a hodgepodge of all kinds of things. And I really try to keep these at like 15, 20 minutes. So if it goes a little long, just hold on because I have a lot to share with you. So first things first, my husband and I have been contemplating, and I say like serious conversation, and I'm going to cough, so excuse me. <clears throat> Maybe I'll cut that out. Maybe I won't. But we have been contemplating a serious move. So I've shared a little bit, but my husband is originally from Florida and I'm originally from California. And when we met, I was, we were both in California. I was living in my hometown of Stockton, California, and he was living in, oh God, I think it was Rancho Cordoba. I know that he had moved to Folsom when his mom remarried when he was 15, and then he went into the military. He is a Marine. He's a, a, a veteran Marine. You never say X. I will put that out there. Um, and I'm not necessarily going to say retired. He just did his four years. He did his stint. And then he was done. So he is a veteran. And um, and when he had married his first wife and they had their daughter um, while he was stationed in Hawaii and then going through all of their stuff, they ended up, ended up back in the Sacramento area. So long story short of it, 18 years ago, when he and I met, that's where we were living. And six years ago, we decided to uproot our entire everything up here to Oregon. And I will tell you that that wasn't an easy decision, but it, it was. It wasn't, and it was. It wasn't because you got kids and, you know, my son was living in Pennsylvania with his dad. He had moved there when he was 15 and was going, he was in high school at the time and they're going to be going to college. And our stepdaughter was kind of still figuring out things. She ended up getting her, her GED while we were still in California. So she, but she was living with us. So wherever we went, she was going to go. And then we have our two kids who at the time were, um, sixth grade. So she was going to be going into middle school and he was going to be going into, I believe the second grade, second or third grade. Time flies when you're a parent. I'm going to tell you that right now. So long story short of it, it was, it was one of those things where 
they didn't have necessarily attachments because we had moved from our hometown to the Bay Area, and that was really hard to make friends. So they were okay with it. They were like, fine, we're gonna be we're gonna be near Nana and Papa. So when we uprooted and moved to Oregon, there wasn't a lot of attachment other than the attachment that I had to my hometown, which was only 90 minutes away. Now I was going to be an eight-hour drive or an hour and a half plane ride home. And everything worked out. We had our reasons for doing that. You know, I was in a major grief mode of losing my dad and just and we were having major hard times in our marriage. I mean, we had that seven-year itch, eight-year itch, nine-year itch. I mean, we had all the itches. And it was one of those where it's like we just needed to wipe the slate clean. And we decided the best place to do it was Oregon. And I have to say that while it's been a struggle living here because the community is different, the religious beliefs, the political beliefs, just, I mean, my kids have thrived. And I am eternally grateful as a parent that all of my children, I mean, my son moved here after college and he met his, the love of his life. He's engaged. So there have been pluses, there have been major bonuses. But for me personally, this has been a huge mental struggle. I don't have any girlfriends here. I've lived here for six years and I don't have any friends. I have no community. I have no girlfriend to call up and be like, hey, let's go on a girl's trip. Hey, want to go meet up for a cup of coffee? Hey, a hubby's got the kids. Let's go have some wine and go wine taste. I don't have that. Um, And that'll be an episode for another time very soon as to why I started out with that and then lost it. But um, it's just been a a struggle. And of course, the pandemic didn't help in, in a very, I don't know what you want to call Oregon. I I don't, I, I'm going to tell you guys right now, I am not that smart when it comes to, are you liberal, conservative, democratic, Republican? I don't know. I'm just like, are you God fearing or not? But, um, if you didn't vote the same way, a majority of the people here did, and you don't let, I'll just put it out. If you don't vaccinate, um, you are shunned. And I, I, that's just not my belief. My, my belief system isn't that. My belief system is that our immune, our immune system, again, another episode for another time, but that was my viewpoint. But I'm like, that shouldn't depict who you're friends with and who not. So, you know, my kids, like I said, have thrived, but my husband and I do not have our own circle of friends that we can meet up with. And, and we work from home. So that, as human beings, we need to be able to, we thrive on human connection. That's just in, in our DNA. So we have struggled, my husband and I, we have struggled big time in finding that community. And we found it in other states. We have found it through other networks. In my network marketing business, in his media business, we have a lot of friends that live elsewhere. So we have gotten to the point where, especially with our daughter, we weren't going to uproot anybody being that, that she's a senior. Um, but, you know, this week, there's been a lot of announcements in our home. My son and his fiance are moving to Wisconsin uh, at the end of next month, at the end of April. Uh, his father lives in Wisconsin. My ex-husband is 21 years older than me. And again, if you guys want an episode on how that came to be, that I married somebody that much older than me, I will gladly give you that story. Um, but 
you know, he, his father put his house into my son's name and he has two sons from his, uh, a first marriage and they don't have a good relationship, but my son, he is very much loves his father, worries about his father's health. There's been some decline and stuff. So him and his fiance, since they're not getting married until next year, you know, they've just decided that they wanted to go out there and give it a chance. So they're leaving in April. And this week, our stepdaughter who lives with them announced that she's moving back to California. She has a best friend there and her, her best friend and her best friend's fiance or boyfriend or whatever that scenario is have a house in the Sacramento area. And so she is going to move there. So that's amazing. Then we find out that my in-laws who we moved up here to Oregon to be around are purchasing a home in Palm Springs and want to become, I guess, what you would call the West Coast version of snowbirds. Because we do, you know, why not? And so they are going to be starting that new chapter of their lives. So my husband and I just kind of were like, it's time. Now, what I'm about to say is, yes, we, we have announced that we are moving to Texas. We are going out there for spring break to meet up with some friends and check out some areas. We're really excited. Why Texas? Why not? It's its own republic, for goodness sakes. Um, but we have, we sat down and when we wrote out our friends list, we realized that between the two of us, we probably have about 30 to 40 different friends that live in this state, like a community of people all within a, a two hour driving radius of the Dallas Fort Worth area. My niece lives in San Antonio. Um, my husband's cousin lives in Oklahoma. Like, so it was one of those things where we're like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We have a problem our son. Now he's a freshman. And when we dropped this bomb on him, and I am sharing this with any, any of my listeners to understand that parenting is hard. And he had a meltdown. Now he's, he's since recovered from his meltdown, but it was so, it was soul crushing as a parent to have to tell him that we're going to be uprooting everything that he knows to a new state. And he's going to have to start over. But there's good reason. You know, we just found out two of his friends that he associates with just got out of rehab. We didn't even know that. And these are freshmen. They're 15-year-old kids. And two of them just got out of a short stint out of rehab that our son is associating with. And while I love all of his friends, they're great kids. They just don't have that same ambition that we want and that and that our son has for his goals. And we... It, it's that hard choice you have to make as a parent where you've got to kind of put your foot down and you're just going to say, Bubba, you got to suck it up. It's going to suck, but it's also going to be so fun. It's going to be an adventure. and We're going to make it worth your while. We promise. And nothing is set in stone, but everyone is leaving this area. We can't stay here. It's time to start something new. You know, if it would be different, if he was a, 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 college athlete with scholarship, like he's being vetted and whatnot, but he's still trying to figure out what it is he wants to do. There's room for growth. And we really want to put him in an environment that encourages academics, encourages um, athleticism and um, good, wholesome behavior and whatnot. So at the beginning of the week, it was really tough, but the Mitchells are moving to Texas uh, by the end of summer, we've got to get through graduation. We've got to get through my son moving and my stepdaughter moving. 
we've got a lot of things going on. So, you know, it's, it's been, it's, we still have a long journey ahead of us. I will tell you that much. Definitely have a long journey ahead of us with our son. But I looked at him after he was done, you know, his eyes were swollen. I mean, he was having a meltdown and I just said, and oh God, y'all, he, he told me he hates me. He told his dad, we're ruining his life, you know, all these things. And we just let him vent, let him. And it hurt that he said that. But an hour or so after just giving him his space, you know, I went up to him to tell him, you know, dinner was almost ready. And he was like, mom, you know, he did. He said, mama, I'm sorry. I don't hate you. And I said, I know, I know you love me and I wouldn't do anything to hurt you. I said, I wouldn't do anything to jeopardize your emotional and mental well-being. But I also, as your mama bear, will not allow anything to get in the way of you succeeding. And I need to make sure that you are put in the right environment to succeed. And for you to succeed, I have to succeed. And when my mental health is struggling, and when dad's mental health is struggling, we can't support you and yours. So it's kind of like we have to just stack up what's most important. And that could seem selfish and that could seem hurtful and can seem wrong. But this child has been blessed beyond measures. He has received more than most children out there. And he see, he saw that. He's like, I get it. I said, I know you're going to be sad. I know that. I was sad when I left my friends. When I left my friends at 38 years old. But I made that decision, but I was still sad. And I said, and there's plenty of time to create memories. And y'all have spent the last two years like virtually hanging out. Oregon has been one of the one of the states to be shut down the longest. We just recently had our mask mandates lifted, and they'll probably bring it back again. So that was part of the, the week. The second amazing thing was that I had the most amazing experience ever with my daughter. I was able to take her to a concert. I haven't been to a concert in so long. And we were able to go to the Imagine Dragons concert. Uh, I think it was Wednesday. And the last time I took my daughter to a concert, she was 12 years old. We were living in the Bay Area and I took her to see Taylor Swift. And an hour and a half into the concert, and that was the pre-show and then into Taylor Swift, she looked at me and she said, Mom, I'm tired. I'm ready to go home. And we missed so much of this amazing show that Taylor puts on. But she was tired. There was nothing I could do. So we left. So I looked at her and I said, okay, you know, we're going to this concert. Are you going to be able to stay up? Now you're 17. She's like, oh, I, I this is my dream well, my husband had really like splurged and got us some amazing seats. And so, you know, when you're at a concert and they have those kind of stages that come out into the audience, it's like the band and everything is towards the back and then they can walk out. Well, our seats were right at the front of that, that tip, the edge. And I spent majority of that concert staring at my daughter, just sing being front row center, making eye contact with whatever that guy's name is, because I don't know, but I love their music and living her best life. And as a mom of a daughter, because I have, you know, I have four children, but I gave birth to three of them, two boys and one girl. And I don't, I'm not a girl mom. I'm a boy mom all the way, but to watch her 
cry, dance. I mean, there were other moms around with their kids looking at my daughter and they could just feel her energy and they were crying with her and they're looking at me and they're like mouthing, oh my God, I said, I know. It was, it was one of those, like I'm trying not to tear up right now, moments that it's like, I am so honored and so privileged that I got to experience this moment with her because she's leaving soon. She's stepping into a new role going away to college. Like she's announcing this week, which college she has chosen to embark her journalism, you know, educational embarkment on whatever you want to call it. I don't want to call it her career yet, but, but that night of it just being the two of us, it's like, I, I just, I relished her energy, her, her, her youth, her verb for life that, like she just, there was no one else around her. It was just her and this band. And she was just alive. And I got to witness that. And I'm telling you as a mother, do that. Do that with your kids one-on-one, -on -one, whatever it is. And, and, and at an age, then you can talk about it afterwards. You know, because we have so many moments with our kids, their first steps, their first words, the first time they ride a bike, the first time they, you know, skin their knees, the first time they go to school, um, go to daycare, you know, all of those things. Those are great. And a lot of those memories, they might have little flashes, but when they can look at you and you can feel that energy as if you're back in that moment, that is the experience, you know? That I, that I want you all to, to, to create with your child. We, her and I were going to take a mother-daughter trip before she goes away to college, and she really wants to go to New Orleans. So I do ask my audience, those of you that are listening, that are either live in that area or have been there, please email me um, tips and tricks and ideas that would be great for a almost 18, or maybe she'll be 18 by then, to take to New Orleans. Not the you know, get the beads. I want to experience, I want her to experience the culture because that's the place that she wants to go. And we're going to do that. And, you know, as a mother daughter, um, you know, as a mother daughter trip before she goes away to college and I can't see her every single day. So, you know, that was part of our, our week. Um, and so, you know, I'm looking, you know, and I'm like 18 minutes into this and I probably rambled, but this week was just one of those high energy and low energy weeks. I, I will, I will say this final thing that happened, um, Friday was a very bad mental day, mental health day for me. I don't know why. And in fact, I saw it kind of across the board on social media elsewhere. So I don't, I'm going to need to research if it was, a full moon, no moon, half moon, um, was some planet in the cusp of another planet. I, I, I'm not sure, but I felt like I had to swallow hard all day long to stop myself from crying. I had a golf lesson, so that was very distracting. I got my lashes filled, so that was kind of distracting, but I felt so heavy, just energetically and mentally heavy. Like, what was this all for? What am I doing? What am I doing this for? Why am I doing a podcast? Why am I trying to, why am I reigniting my life coaching business? 
why am I trying to uproot my son and my husband to another state? Like, what what is this all for? And it, it kind of got to the point where we were sitting on the couch. It was like 6 p.m. And my husband, I think he thought I had allergies or something, but he finally looked over and he could see I was crying. And he was like, oh my God, like he paused the TV. He's like, what's going on? And I said, I don't know. I said, but I got to let it out. I, I just, I can't, I've been holding it in all day. I just need to let it out. And he's like, okay. And I just bawled. I just bawled for, I don't even know why I ended up passing out at like, like six 30. I didn't have dinner. I made dinner for the family. I was so tired. I was so drained. And I, I just passed out with my dog on my lap and I woke up went upstairs and fell asleep. I think I slept a total of like 13 hours. Yeah, because I fell asleep at 6.30 and I woke up at like 7.30. And I I felt a sense of clarity. You know what, I'm, I'm getting emotional now about it, but it's like, why do we feel sometimes, whether it's as entrepreneurs or as women, that we just can't have those moments. Because if I look back at the week that I had, you know, I had to break my son's heart to tell we were moving. I had to watch my daughter live her freaking best life at a concert. I didn't even know half those songs. My husband and I came to the, the decision that we're going to move and have a new adventure. And... I'm, you know, reigniting, you know, my coaching business. There's so many good and so many sad things that it's like, yeah, it's no wonder I just kind of needed to just take a breath, let it out and pass out. And I give you guys all permission to do the same. We don't have to have our shit together all the time. And we sure as heck do not have to have it all together for everyone all the time. And if I close it with this, I appreciate you for hanging on this long. I'm a storyteller. I do love to stop, tell some stories, but I'm excited. I'm excited for the adventures that my kids, all of my kids are going to have. My stepdaughter going to California She's going to move near her mom that she has lost connection with and, and maybe try to rebuild that relationship. My son to go and be with his dad as his dad kind of ages and, and is going through some health things and take his fiance with him and, and have his fiance meet his brothers and his nieces and nephews. And, and for my husband and I to embark on a new adventure together in a new state away from the West coast in the middle in its own Republic, big old Texas. And we're being welcomed by 40 to 50 people so far that are just so excited for us to be a part of their culture and their community for my daughter to embark in, in, on college and, and wherever she goes is not going to be near us. I'm going to have to hop on a plane or drive really fast to get to her. Um, and that is all so, so exciting, scary, but so exciting. 
So I challenge you, like I said, I challenge you, challenge you to let your emotions run its course, but also to do something exciting. Challenge your family to do something exciting, something challenging, something scary, safe, legal, but, but you know, to kind of just reignite and respark that life inside of you, because that's where that's, I know I can speak at least for me and my husband being together for 18 years. We are so excited for this next phase next adventure. Our anniversary is this weekend, 18 years. This coming weekend, I'm so I'm so blessed and honored to be his wife as much as he drives me crazy. Um so I thank you. I thank you so much for listening to this fierce and yet beautiful story that I needed to I felt called to share. And I am excited to share even more with y'all's. I've got some, maybe I wouldn't call it boring content coming out for you, but spring is almost here. In fact, I think, well, my husband and I got married on the first day of spring. So I think spring equinox is either March 20th or March 21st. I'm not sure, but, um, I'm really excited for the next episode. Um, that is going to be about spring cleaning your life. And, uh, of course, I'm sure this week will bring even more stories. So I plan on having episodes out to you guys every Monday and every Thursday, maybe some bonus content here and there. But thank you again. This is Lucy Mitchell with the It's the Fab Collective. And remember, the best part of life is to peel back those layers and reveal your inner beauty.